Hey. How you doing? Hi. This guy's been telling me a lot about you. Says you've been uh, coming around helping out a lot. Yeah, helping out. Is that right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's very nice. That's nice of you. Thank you. You're welcome. You drive for the movies? Yeah. I can take that. No, no, I got it. Let mommy talk to her friend. Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 127. Whoa. And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. And my name is Mike. Mike's here. Hi. And that must mean Back one... Back to confuse our listeners. What, no, but what does that mean when Mike is here? Well, it's apparently a... it means there is a comic book movie because that's the only thing I'm good for. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're welcome to come for other shit. No, it, true. The problem is is that the not a lot of other shit <laughs> the specialist. Makes, makes me want to actually like leave my house, sorry. go to a theater, and pay money to see it. We, like we, lots of money. Yeah, we, we put boots on the ground for everybody here. Yeah. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to catch up on the films and TV shows we've been watching. Uh, as Stuff well, we read too. As, as you 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 always read comics sometimes. Books. Yeah, Nerd. there's a news tidbit. It's <laughs> Baby Driver Two is a thing. I don't really know. Really, They're, they there's want him to bu- make there's it. Buzz. There's buzz. And he's saying he hasn't ruled it out. That's that's the news for you, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are reviewing Spider Man Homecoming, directed by John Watts. Before we get to that, you can subscribe to all our episodes on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, or Stitcher, really? or Google Play. Or the podcast software of your choice. There's so many out there. Just but do it. More importantly, going to verticalviewing.com. Looking for the little. There's a PayPal button there. Button. That's where you can have a one night stand with the Vertical Viewing podcast. Show us you love us one time. If you want to drop us a dime, you can do that there. Or if you want to become part of our family, a regular supporter, maybe. If you want to become a vertical viewer, and have a long-term relationship with us, go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing, where what happens? What what happens? Mike Lind? What? Oh, man, you can choose one, two, or three dollars, hydrogen, helium, or lithium. Oh, what? Crazy. You can actually choose a different element if you want. We're not going to stop you. Oh, and act- you'll get access to Jake Gyllenhaal movie reviews. Nice. That's it. Exclusively. <laughs> just for you. He's Any Jake favorite. Gyllenhaal movie you want, it will be well, there. So actually, far, that's not true. It's actually just prisoners and... Uh, I think we also have uh, what? What's the other one? There was two, right? We had Nightcrawler. There's a review of Nightcrawler. Chappy. Uh, there's yeah. a review. We'll do Dune. more if you were if you become a patron. You can ask us, and we'll do what you we'll do what want. You want. Us to do. Dune, d- two weeks from now, Dune is, Dune happening. is coming up. Yes. Yes. That's uh, that was requested by our patrons. So if you want to get it on that, join up. There's only one of them. there's only one way, and it's one dollar per month. If you want, you can get access to all the vertical viewing. Uh, goodies in the vault these are secret fun things the aussie walkabout is yeah, particularly fun that's too. pretty great i don't know if you guys realize that we uh we record a lot more than you actually hear because we just joke around sometimes mm, they don't want to hear any of that and it's All hilarious the they don't want to hear any of that. every time we're so funny your thoughts and recommendations can go to vertical viewing at gmail.com uh you can contact us on twitter at vertical viewing at vertical viewing on instagram uh, and vertical viewing podcast. It I is. At, it is at vertical viewing podcast on Instagram. Letterboxed is where you can find me. 
if you want. Scott Wilson on Letterboxd. Do it. No one else does. You can, um, actually, you know what? Here's a new thing for patrons. You can place a pool to see how long both Red and I join you on Letterboxd. Well, you just got to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Please. It, 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 Red was bothering me. He has, I, I have no way to keep track of all the movies that I watch. And I told him about this little website that I am in no way affiliated with. He does have a cool Return of the Jedi notebook. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, Keeping it I'm old a visual thinker. Yes. It does feel good to write on paper. That's why I do it with fountain pens. Nice. Mm. Red does it with gel pens. Lives That's what I'm trying right now. I Fel, do it felt with, tip fine liners are pretty dope, too. I do it with crayon, so, you know, I haven't decided. <laughs> Comic where Sans. Yeah, yep. Uh, Mike Green is the guest. Hi. Today. He's wearing his sweet DJ Shadow shirt. Bing. What did you watch this week? Ooh. I know you tried to watch Swiss Army Man and you loved it too much and had to stop it. Yeah. I, I laughing got, and crying so much. Yeah. Okay. So Jen was like passed out asleep in bed. I'm in the living room on the computer and I'm starting this movie up and I'm like holding my face because I'm laughing so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I finally, like I got to the point, like it's right about the scene where Daniel Radcliffe uh, starts talking and he's mm-hmm. like, what's up, buddy? And I'm like, no. I turned it off, and I'm like, I, I can't finish watching this. I have to wait for Jen to get up so I can share this experience <laughs> for the first time with somebody else because it's way better that way. And it's about companionship. It's yeah, such a sweet movie. Yeah. So anyway, I've uh, been watching a bunch of things because I was on vacation for a bit there. Um, so I dipped into uh, season two of Into the Badlands Ooh. Uh, with, with a out of left field um, recurring character in the form of Nick Frost. Really? Okay. Yeah. Isn't that his name? The, the English guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so, what? I, I'm, my head is I, I turning actually, around here. I, I haven't seen any what? season two yet, so I, like that takes me... I thought, oh, I thought you had seen it already. No, we t- no, no. The, we, we, were I, we, about about we were talking about it. We were talking about I was going to, and then... Uh, never did. Never did. <laughs> yeah. So the other half, uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah. Nick Frost. Is Nick he, Frost. Is he, is he kicking ass? He has fighting scenes. Nice. He was pretty good in World's End with those so, stools. So I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with his character as a whole. I mean, Nick Frost is generally always fun to, to watch. My problem is that in the world that they've already set up, i.e. it's like a post-apocalyptic thing and like technology's like gone down the crapper. There's it's like a feudal society. Y- yeah. Run and like there's bearings. like, yeah, it's very much like Mad Max sort of in America, but like it's green and lush in a lot of places still. Anyways, it doesn't make any sense for me that there is an English guy there. Yeah, you're right. America wasn't like very diverse at all before the fall they didn't have anybody that might be from another country i, I tried to i thought Isn't it was for a while like he could maybe he just came there after the fact but it wouldn't like the rest of the world wouldn't keep going and just leave america as this like they might without technology <laughs> your punishment is to lose it's all like your technology escape from new york except it's america <laughs> everybody's kicking your ass Kung Fu is everywhere. Yeah. The, the the fight scenes are are notched up uh, a bit for the second season, which is fantastic. Um, they were good in the first one. They were lots yeah, of yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it, they've even scaled it up. There's motorcycles even, and ninja swords. How do is this yeah. just a Westworld for people who really like martial arts and just want to go and fight people? Maybe, because... maybe a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so watch that. I uh, need to watch this show. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. 
Um, I also uh, got into uh, American Gods, finished uh, season oh. one. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Red uh, has to cover his ears. Let me let me say that I won't I won't give anything away. Um, uh, Ian McShane uh, plays Mister Wednesday, and he is so amazing in this role. Um, it's not that that the rest of the cast is really bad, so it makes him look really good. He's just really good, at least for in this role. He really does a good job. I'm also really digging a lot of uh, Leave Schreiber's brother, uh, Pablo, who yeah. we talked about. I didn't know that that, that guy was half brother. Yeah, yeah. Who who was oh. born in Ymir, BC? Wait, hold on. Live like a Martin, Pablo. Just like a Charlie Sheen and. Uh... Emilio, Emilio Estevez, Estevez kind yeah, of deal. Though they're ha- they're half brothers, I don't know much more about it than that. It's totally a Charlie Sheen Emilio Estevez. Yeah, so is yeah, this yeah. guy going to star in the Mighty Ducks reboot? Maybe, <sighs> maybe. I hope so. Uh, have you seen Orange Is the New Black? No, no. Okay, well he's he's got a recurring role or used to on that show. So that's where I first saw him, and then seen him again here, and I was becoming more and more impressed with him each time I see him. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, The Wire. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, The Wire. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, where I after I saw the thing, I'm like, oh yeah, oh my god, he's the yeah. Uh, wh- where were they? Was that Boston? No, it's Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, right? It's a low and, rent. And he works in the uh, the, the, the docks. In the docks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems always kind of sh- sad when there's like a this really, guy's his brother. Yeah, there's like yeah. a really like handsome actor, and then they have the, like a, a brother or a half brother who's like, hey, can I be in the entertainment business too? And so he's like, this, <laughs> who's, the, who's the uh, new kid on the block? This guy, yeah, um, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, Donnie like, Wahlberg. I mean, kind of like that. He's actually a decent actor, though. Yeah, yeah, he's in Sixth Sense. Yeah, he's really good in that. For like two minutes. Um, <laughs> this guy was really good in The Brink, which is an underrated TV show oh, yeah. from HBO. The Brink. That was Never re- saw it. It was renewed and then canceled, unfortunately. Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins, Jack Black. It's, it's like about... end of the world scenario. It's, it's sort of like uh. shit's escalating in Pakistan. Strange love kind of thing. Yeah, shit's escalating in Pakistan. They're both... J- Jack Black and Tim Robbins are both trying to... Uh, stop it from happening and then everyone else is just super inept and like pushing the world towards the brink of destruction. Now, is this a comedy? Was this funny? It's it's a dark comedy. It's really funny. Like, oh, um, it sounds like it's right at my Baby, baby Schreiber or whatever his last name is plays a fighter pilot who's... Pablo. Just, Get it? See what he did there? Baby Schreiber? <laughs> oh my god. You're so pretty good. He gets busted on the ship. Anyway, sorry, I cut into this. He gets busted on the ship <laughs> for selling a bunch of drugs. Segway. And uh, it's great. Anyway, watch <laughs> The Brink. It's cool. I remember we talked about it probably two years ago yeah, or so yeah. like when it was airing it was really good anyway back to you mike yeah hey um so <laughs> we also got about halfway through uh the current season of handmaiden's tale um which i read years and years and years ago and and was Kudos, really uh, blown away by margaret atwood canadian yeah. talent right yeah there. exactly um and they are like going nuts quite, on her back catalog right now. Hollywood is oh, I'm sure. drooling yeah. all over Because her. she's amazing. Oryx and Crake. For sure. That will definitely become a mini series. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, with The Handmaid's Tale, uh, it's really good. It's really intense. And it's one of those shows where I really enjoy it. And at the end, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. But that show is so dark. I don't know if I can handle another episode right now. Like, it's it's fucking dark as oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. but but everything about it is amazing so it's this like weird balance of like i so badly want more but i'm afraid to look kind of thing like it's it's great uh let's see it's, what else it's really well shot too oh yeah for sure everything about it's good um watched hacksaw ridge the other day <sighs> okay which which uh, i was on it's on netflix right so i'm like whatever i'm eating lunch i'll, I'll throw this on and you made it through 
You it, ate your lunch while watching Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, yeah. It's pleasant. It's did good. You, did you like have to like eat it again when you vomited it up or whatever? <laughs> I, I think I it was you that, finished it in the first half. I hope so. I, I, I didn't think it was that gory. But I'm more, I think I'd be more likely to throw it up in the first half than the second half. <laughs> because of all the uh, oh, oh, saccharine shade. <laughs> yeah, it really... You don't like it? I, I was, I'm, I'm still on the fence on it. The, the thing is, is that like as corny as a lot of that movie was, um, and a lot of the dialogue that and the shit that happened, turns out that is exactly that fucking guy, and those are exactly the things that he said and the things that he did. Like one more man, God, please, one more man. He did that, and like the the, the yeah, he's whack, right? The, Red the, Red hated this one. The, the sergeant that kicked him out, and then he flipped and like saved on on the ridge that actually happened like there's shit that he did in that battle that they wrote into the story and we're like nah we got to take that out because no one's going to believe that yeah. this guy actually did that said that and this is what happened because it's too crazy i don't know so so like it was yeah it felt kind of a little bit on the preachy side wonder why um but Sorry, at the same well, time on. it's still an interesting true story so you kind of have to take appreciation out of that what's up a little bit a little bit preachy <laughs> yeah i think me and mike Gmail. mike and i i think enjoyed the movie more than red for sure yeah that's true um like i i i, I had a great time watching it mm. aside from the kind of painful first act yeah 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 because the war scenes i think made up for it mm-hmm. i really dug the like um sort of shot from the shoulder view of the guns firing in the battle. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that angle before and I really dug it. I thought that was really cool. So props I think, to whoever came up with that. Well, I just, Cinematographer, I assume. Yeah. But. I think this is the like the first time an actual step has been taken since Saving Private Ryan. I think in war movies have just kind of been spit treading water and just kind of recycling the same. Yeah, we hope that uh, the next few weeks brings us... Dunkirk. Some, uh, yes. It's definitely not going to be as gory Dun- as this. Dun- Dunkirk's not yeah. a war movie, though. It's so. a thriller, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is In the crazy. vein of Unstoppable, starring Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. Sweet. <laughs> I love Tony Scott. Uh, what else you got? Uh, anything? Anything? Yeah, I watched um, this one called As Above, So Below. It's no, you didn't. kind of like this, like, uh, yeah. They're in Paris. They're in Paris, under the city, looking for looted, like, in the treasure. Kind of, yeah. Um, and my problem with it was that it wasn't, for a horror movie, it wasn't scary enough for me to go, oh my God, it's such a great horror movie. And it was also trying to be smarter than it was because it's really trying to uh, take all of um, Dante's Inferno mm. and everything that happened to the characters in the catacombs is supposed to be drawn from Dante's Inferno. and From it, the different it, levels of hell. Yeah, exactly. Everything that happens to them is like, you know, each level, something that represents that happened to the characters in the story. Um, I heard this one wasn't as bad. I heard it was okay. But that's the thing. Like, it was good in that sense. Like, it was an intelligent movie the way that they were incorporating that part of the story element into their script. But I don't know that enough people um, are really familiar with Dante's Inferno. People may have heard of it. 
They may understand the occasional Not reference. In 2017, man. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Still, Inferno. I think Ron Howard directed that piece of shit, but he brought up Dante's Nailed it. So Nailed that one. So just to close it out, um, Okja, uh, of course, that rolled through. uh, Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Jen is now not wanting to eat meat anymore, so... Yeah. I thought about that for the that night, and then yeah. I had a bunch Red, of hot dogs this week. Yeah, exactly. Red and I, uh, our stomachs rumbled when we saw them extract those little uh, little Ooh, sausage pieces. The tasting, <laughs> yeah. the tasting bits. Oh, like, fried mm. them, fried them up. Those literally looked delicious. I would have and, to have like one crispy and one not crispy. <laughs> the last thing I had uh, would probably might be my favorite on my list. Just looking at it real quick here, or my list. Really, yeah, you got understand. You're looking at it. my list here. Uh, get out. <laughs> oh, yes. such a smart movie. What, like legit, right? Like this might be the best thing that I've seen this year. I'm sure that I mean I know there's other movies it's that I haven't seen there. yet, but it, wow, what a fantastic movie from like every angle. It's, like it was, oh. it, and especially for like I know that um he, he's been writing the 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 Keen Peel show um for however many years they've been doing that so it's not like he's an uh, a novice writer but for this to be his f- first film as far as i know what a his directorial what, debut yeah um i think it's better uh, the writing eclipses anything he's doing directorially i think the movie's pretty stand it's the, he ron howard's the shit out of this one from a director's standpoint i think and he's like he does it well. He's but just playing it yeah, safe. He's yeah. like, this is my first time out. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck around. Yeah, don't be fancy. His script is one of the most brilliant but things that's, that's Hollywood all, has produced in years. That's though. all you need, as long as you have actors that can deliver and a script that works. You can kind of film whatever, like as long as you follow like the most basic rules of directing. Like, oh, my theater, just fucking do it. And the finale when we get sort of that the, the climactic uh, sort of release of tension at the end of this, my theater absolutely cheered and. We were tearing the seats out, man. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. So, anyway, that, that's what I've seen. Oh, going to me? Mike Lynn. What's up? Um, yeah, well, I, what did I watch this week? I finished Glow, mm-hmm. which cute is a pretty great little series. Uh, yeah. I got to say, I was talking about it last week. We, we were both talking about it. Uh, so, I won't go into too much detail other than I, it, it stays at that level, and I get super invested, and I love what they do with the characters. Um, now I want to watch the documentary that's on Netflix about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling because this is apparently based on something that actually happened. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when this was a yeah. real thing when I was like a kid and was big on WWF when Andre the Giant was massive and all that crew. Yeah, sure. sure. There's a, I think the whole mo- movie's on YouTube. I saw series. Is, oh, the series, series. The right? original series might be on YouTube. I think. Oh, that's amazing. I yeah. might want to check that out too. Like they just do all the characters so well in this, and everyone's acting to at least a competent level. It's so, so it's, as I said last week, it's so filthy eighties. It's crazy. It's, oh, like it's if, if you so want to feel like you need to take a bath after you watch a show. Yeah, everyone's a little sweaty, yeah, a little, little bit dirty. dirty. Yeah, uh, wearing terrible clothes. <laughs> got, your, got your hyper colors on. Yeah, like, yeah. Really? This is like if oh. you think that the '80s clothes were amazing and everyone dressed awesome and stuff. It's like no, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is what people wore when they didn't give a fuck and their clothes were just shitty and short shorts were short because they were left over from the '70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. guess it's leftover. It's leftovers. <laughs> That's what the '80s was. Yeah, was yeah. You're, you're wearing clothes that are six years old. So <laughs> the yeah. stuff that have been in your drawers that you uh, yeah. don't wear because it sucks. Uh, what, what else? Uh, do you have? I watched season one of Castlevania. I watched the first episode of this today. See, season one, 
I was very disappointed to find out season one is four episodes dang, long. Dang. What is it from the UK? What's going on? Four episodes. Well, no. So like, now, is this directly taken from the video game? No, it's a prequel. It's cool. It's an anime show on Netflix. It follows uh, Trevor Belmont in the lead up to him. Lisa, I think, is her name. No, not Lisa. Uh, someone. Anyway, him, uh, another character, and Alucard, <laughs> who's Dracula's son. Taking on Dracula. <laughs> you card. Yeah. It's backwards. Dracula backwards. backwards. Do you guys get um, it? So <laughs> clever. Uh, the animation. The animation's great. It actually surprised me because this is this is an R. It's anime. Like very violent. It's super Ooh, nice. violent. There's, there's like a bunch of swearing. Bat creatures tearing people apart. Ooh, like, nice. There's entrails. I, I never everywhere. played this I game, like so I'm totally in the dark on anything to do with Castlevania. Well, the, the basic idea is it's a vampire hunter thing. Like the Belmonts are a monster hunting family. Sold. That are swore to fight monsters, and they fight with like a whip, a consecrated whip that like blow- consecrated, nice. <laughs> it, it, it like blows up demons and stuff when nice. you hit them, and like it's. I loved the Castlevania games growing up because I've always really enjoyed anything that has to do with whips. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to finish. Actually, yeah, where, where are you taking? Where are you taking? <laughs> um, actually, I just did. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anything that has to do more than anything i want this moment to end (laughs) anything that has to do with vampires specifically dracula i guess i shouldn't say anything not twilight but (laughs) like vampires like actual vampires yeah pre-twilight vampires legit vampires um so like anything dracula related i absolutely love so like bram stoker's dracula is one of my favorite movies blade ever even not so well blade's great Blade's fun it's it's a little different. Blood demon. Uh, <laughs> Blood demon. So just seeing this crazy anime series, I want so much more. And it was immediately renewed for season two for eight episodes, which yeah. makes me happy. Doubling down. Uh, this, the creator of this is also working on an Assassin's Creed anime yeah, series. Like, really? So, that would work. Ooh, that so would be cool. If this is any indication on what that's going to be like, very good it's stuff. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Like, How this was is, that movie? Uh, we, it was okay. We, we, we liked, okay. we liked it. Everyone else on the entire planet that we live on despises it i haven't seen it It has some pretty cool action in it so i thought the action was really breath breathtaking i i I didn't play that game at all so i wasn't invested in any way shape or form so there's uh, there's way too much stuff in the present day so if you're going mm. for cool action shit in like the spanish you know conquistador era oh really you're not not there but it's all subtitled it's all legit it feels really like immersive yeah yeah they're doing it right they just don't give you enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Part two. it's not quite there. But it's a decent B action movie. I'm stoked. If they make yeah. an, an anime show that is just like this one, we're good to go, man. Yeah, it's going to be so good. For real. And that, cool. that was about all I watched because okay. the DLC for Breath of the Wild came out. So I've been playing on Master Mode, which, by the way, is bullshit. Just going to throw that out there right now. <laughs> Why? Okay, so here's what they do for anyone who's played Breath of the Wild. Who, if you manage to get this a hold of the Legend of, Switch, of Zelda, if you manage to get a hold of a Switch and play the best Zelda game ever, one of the best video games of all time, Breath of the Wild, uh, there's a new master mode, and what it does is it makes all the enemies, every enemy in the game, one level higher than they normally are. Now that doesn't sound like much, but the starting goblins are like 20 hit points or something, and you start with sticks that deal like three damage a hit. So there's still a bit of a challenge. Okay, so starting on Master Mode, those goblins are now the captains, which are 80 health. And you have sticks that deal three damage a hit. Okay, not so great. Also, 
They regenerate like long encounter. They regenerate health if you don't hit them fast enough. Oh, oh no! So this is this is hardcore mode. So it's like an hour to kill one boss. So it's it's a little <laughs> ridiculous, and I don't understand why they did it that way. I would love for them to like one hit kill me through the whole game, as long as I could at least dispatch them in a reasonable way. Mm. But no, they can still one hit kill me. Take forever to fucking kill. Oh, this is good. And sounds, regenerate, like they regenerate sounds health. Sounds like a time suck, and the reason yeah. behind it, because you'll play. Yeah, yeah, I switched back to normal mode. Well, well, well I'm ha- actually, I, I'm halfway through, <laughs> so I got 60 of the shrines in master mode before I switched back to normal mode. Oh, you got, okay. Yeah, well, because I already got all t- 120 in normal mode, so I know Good enough, are. he said. Yeah, so it's like, fuck this. <laughs> halfway there, done it. Fuck this, I'm out. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's still great. Like it's still a great game. Play, play it's, it. It's fun to just wander around and just Climb chop stuff. up. To, yeah, man. Except when it rains, and then you get really angry. But only when there's lightning. Well, you can't climb when it rains, and then if it's a thunderstorm, make sure you take off your metal equipment because you will get yeah. Also, oh, nice. it actually zaps you. Yeah. <laughs> cool thing though, <laughs> that's if, awesome. If, if there's like a sleeping giant dude. I took off my. I snuck up to him took my shield off my metal shield and left it there and then wandered back and then lightning lightning like struck it and it like blasted the shit out of the dude cool there's so many cool things you can do in this game anyway that's uh, that's it for me red is i know he's itching to tell me about comic books he read comic book but i'll save that for last uh i'll start off with a tasty little treat from nicholas winding refn that i watched 2011's Drive. Oh. Um, this, of course, stars Ryan Gosling, Christina Hendricks, Ron Perlman, Brian Cranston, and Albert Brooks. Uh, some highlights, if you don't remember, the elevator stomp. Oh, <laughs> why? Oh, why does my. it have to go from such a tender moment to such a brutal one? Like, the, the most tender, like, I got you, I'll protect you. I'll kiss you. And, and- I'll protect you by turning this man's head into scrambled eggs. Um, Also, I was telling you earlier, you might be able to guess that I watched this movie because of a certain scene where uh, Brooks' character uh, essentially murders Cranston's uh, with a straight razor. Oh, yeah. Well, no, doesn't he slip some wrist cutting? He cuts him from like his bicep to halfway down his his forearm, and he just does it so fast. He's like, no, that's it. It's done. There's no pain. You know, oh, whatever. Yeah. And and Cranston just bleeds out. Oh, there is no pain. Well, yeah. Yeah, there is. There <laughs> absolutely is. Just now. It's now. It's now. That, it's, that movie's intense. And, and, and it's for the first 45 minutes, you're just thinking, all right, whatever. And then the first burst of violence comes and the rest of the movie is... Is is some hyper violence level of shit, but it's really effective. I like how as soon as the dad gets out of prison, you're uncomfortable. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac, Oscar Isaac, yeah. As soon as Oscar Isaac shows up, though, you know this ex con awesome. with violent history, the 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 mood changes, and you know that you're in for a different. Even though you've already seen that Gosling is this getaway driver, and he's down with some like shady dudes, yeah, like some black, like black market, not black market, like illegal stuff this is a different kind of world that we're talking about well and yeah he 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 introduces an element of danger in yeah like into an otherwise um serene situation i found it interesting though like this movie kind of kicked off this whole sort of um synth wave <sighs> m- movement yep so it almost watching now like the movie's great 
but certain elements almost feel parody laughable like people were laughing in my screening of this like the the hot pink font and like the electro like m83 track in the back i like it but i was a big fan of stuff like turbo kid and synthwave and i was listening to playlists like in my headphones and stuff so i don't know maybe yeah i wonder how this will age It, it might do Poorly, in ter- you know, in terms of a rewatch ten years from now. Yeah, those specific elements may not hold up. Something to think about. Um, besides that, I watched something that didn't work turn out. I, I was kind of lately. I've been very aware that Netflix is showing me the same stuff all the time. Yeah, you can't get to your deep, the deep into your list. It doesn't show you all of your goodies. I think like there's stuff that I'm just not seeing, and yeah. unless you search for it, I would never encounter yeah. it. So I've started to search these things out and to look up lists of movies that are recommended and try and find things that I wouldn't otherwise be exposed to. And I wish I had watched the documentary about the wine uh, hoaxer, but instead I watched this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait with this. Not that it was really bad, but I just didn't need to watch it ever in my life. It's called... A Girl Like Her. What? Huh? It's a 2015 movie from a director named Amy S. Uh, Weber. Swebber? Swebber. Related to Schreiber? <laughs> and uh, Sword. Sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie is about bullying, and it's it's set up as a fake documentary, which, if it wasn't, I would like it more, but it kind of... I don't I don't I really didn't like that part of things the way they framed it as this documentary especially how the documentary maker was this sort of like guardian angel and like helpful figure and the way she even spoke at the end it was just so is this who is this is this supposed to be like a documentary made by students so it's because this is exactly like the dirties right so this is from operation avalanche the Matt Johnson documentary where he like kills everybody makes he's basically plans a school shooting and makes a documentary about it uh, is, is it is it like so here's the here's what happens. found footage i guess sort of here's what happens and it's confusing at first because it isn't explained until a couple minutes in um but you are seeing clips from this girl and she basically the movie opens with this girl like walking into a bathroom and opening a medicine cabinet and taking a bunch of pills out and overdosing on hydrocodone. So you know it's going to be a fun ride. Oh, yeah, the best. Um, and then, like, flashes of, like, her mom come running in and being like, oh, what did you do? And then a flash of, like, being in the hospital and she's in a coma. And uh, the movie starts and its film crews are at the school to look at. Um, they've The school has placed in a nationwide like school contest they have they have school contests they, they i don't i think something like that i wasn't it's not where the schools compete in different events like the actual your school they will. ranked as like the happiest best students or something and uh it's all teachers and students talking about how great it is but then there's also like they the black screen and the little text pops up that like rumors begin circulating that a student attempted suicide and it's been mixed in with footage of this girl and you're kind of like, what's going on? And so it comes to light eventually that her friend, she'd been bullied by this girl for a long time and her best friend had suggested that they document it 
along along the way so that they could seek help. But she was too embarrassed by the footage to ever use it and ended up attempting suicide. Uh, and so he's like, I, sh- I, they say, can we talk to you? The crew says to her friend, can we talk to you? And he's like, oh, I, I'm, I feel too guilty. Like I should have showed somebody already. It's, you know, it's my fault that she's in the hospital now, but here you go. Okay. And then it, it's work. That explains why it's all worked in. And then that's, it becomes about, okay, that's but enough. it was actually like the acting in this is actually <laughs> incredible. <laughs> like it's, these actors are really giving their everything. But then no one's in it, obviously. Of any no note. one. Yeah. The, I recognize the, the boy, like the friend, but I looked him up and I was like, he must've played like a really young kid opposite. Like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't I think I hated this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, did, it didn't. It didn't sound like it. Uh, okay. Um, the, you, but you, I want to. I don't want to spend any more time talking about. Well, it. yeah. You read. Don't, you read something as well, didn't you? Yes. I. I'm really excited for the Dark Tower coming up. So um, I started years ago. There's a Marvel uh, run of graphic novels based around the dark tower um the first batch is start following roland when he's a kid and the second is when roland is a gunslinger and i finished the first series years ago and forgot it was even a thing um until i was looking through my collection a while ago and i was like oh yeah i wonder if there's more tons more so i started reading them and i started with the dark tower the gunslinger, the journey begins. There's so much Stephen King shit out there that even a diehard fan can't keep up with it. Oh man, it's prolific. Yeah. Is it is it cool? The Dark Tower is the coolest no, shit but ever. I see a lot of these comic like novel to comic mm. adaptations and they don't always work. I know Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep was there's a graphic novel version of that, and I don't know how Here's what well I'll say. received it was. Stephen King is the uh, like a creative and executive director on this, so he gets final say on everything. He's a consultant on everything, so the story is fantastic. It covers all kinds of questions that you have about this, the the universe. It has all kinds of really really cool stuff that any fan of the series should definitely check out. But that said, I don't always love the art. I think it's um, uh, the the two guys that do it are Sean Phillips and Robert Eisenhove. I think Eisenhove does the the inking. It's just a certain style, and I it's not that it's bad. It's just that I think it's maybe not as polished or well, <clears throat> maybe just a more realistic take would be what I want. It's just okay. the way this guy tries to imbue darkness everywhere. I think, and and he has a certain tendency of line, like his 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 shapes. I don't know. I don't love it. I, I get what you mean. Sometimes artists irritate you just the way they... It's r- just the style. The way he draws yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like <clears throat> Jeff Darrow. He puts too much stuff on the page. Love Darrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of an art snob. I, like, it could be the best graphic novel story written ever. And if I do not like that art, I'm never going to read it. The yeah, art's yeah, impenetrable, like, I don't right? Know, like, man. You can't get into it. Yeah. I don't know. The art in Watchmen is terrible. I had a but hell of a time reading it. I, it's I not terrible. Yeah, it's not. T- it's dated. It's awful. But it's it's, it's standard. But it's that, not. That's t- what it's they, not bad. That's what comic books look like in the mid. It's the early eighties. Right? I know the yeah. Dark Knight Returns looks like that too. I, they're very basic. Oh, the Dark Knight Returns looks bad. 
Yeah, like these are like they're just really basic shots. But anyway, like, yeah, I think that because uh, you don't name? like Miller. Yeah, Miller's well, Miller's art. style is very like Loose. it looks like he draws everything with his wrong hand. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> when, when, uh, my favorite thing for him to bam, draw bam, bam, bam. is, is a, an old fat Greek guy with no shirt on because it's just a bunch of squiggly lines like yeah. <laughs> in the shape of a man. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is awesome and i'm going to continue reading more of the series tight man and everyone that likes the dark tower should check out the marvel boom stuff deadly okay well uh we shouldn't get to our review here but i have a yeah what did you watch i have just two things very briefly i didn't i don't have much notes on them because one i've seen already and one of them is only an hour long so to begin um (laughs) an hour later anthony bourdain love him tweeted something really weird the other day he, he did he, t- he tweeted something very very strange so after this awesome movie baby driver came out he tweeted fuck baby driver and then so didn't anthony he follow Bourd- that with something else anthony though? bourdain tweeted fuck baby driver and and everyone on the internet went question mark exclamation point question mark question mark or you know some variants of just tarot bang just what in the what in the fuck yeah whoa whoa whoa, whoa what partially because it's it's a hard movie to hate you know, you might not love it, but like to hate that movie is to say fuck and, baby and to, driver. To, yeah, to, to despise and then also to have Anthony Bourdain. Like the kind, fuck that baby kind driver. of vitriol. It's just raised a lot of questions. Bord Anthony, what's wrong? Was there a lot did of someone hack your movie? Twitter? Like, did, wait, did, was, did, he, was he supposed to be in it? Did John Hamm take his role? I don't know. Did was there a hair? Was he supposed to be Ansel? Elgort? I don't know. So the next day, uh, he, he didn't really respond, and everyone wondered what the fuck, and a bunch of people wrote articles about it. The next day, Anthony Bourdain tweets quality and a photograph of the poster for the raid so oh, I, w- I watched the raid nice as in like the kung fu the raid redemption the indonesian film from 2011 oh, yeah. i wouldn't say kung fu like the but... better version of uh Ju- judge dread which is already awesome it's not the be- do you think this it's, is better than it's, dread it's different okay There's, i rewatched this movie there is no <laughs> way it's better than dread okay i i it's, it's, it's it. a totally different film. The Hot only similarity shot. is the, the fighting in, in a, a in apartment. apartment. In apartment, yeah. That, otherwise, it's totally different feels to um, both the, films. The, the raid is incredible, though. Like it is gen- on a rewatch, this thing holds up because it it just never lets up, and the fights just keep getting more yeah, and more badass. So cool. The um, guy's name, the 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 star, uh, Iko Uwais. Now this is the guy from Ong Bak. Rama, is that correct? No, no, that's no? Tony Jaa. Ah. Yeah, Rama is our protagonist here. I, did, I wasn't a big fan of The Raid 2. I thought it was just this scattered godfather kind of ripoff with kung fu everywhere, and it just made no sense. And The Raid is perfect because it's about an apartment block that these SWAT dudes are locked in and can't get out and got to fight their way to the top to take out the... It's mini boss. Bo- there's literally mini bosses that they introduce <laughs> at the beginning, and uh, yeah, the structure is already there for you, filmmakers. The raid is fantastic. It, it is a bit overly violent, I think. If if you're That's just the whole idea, well, if I, it's hard to recommend this to a casual fan because I think somebody who doesn't watch a lot of this kind of movie, like this is horror movie levels of violence, where like people are getting slashed open and and machetes, and like the, the body count is probably over a hundred, you know, and like it. It's insanely violent. Yep. And and kung fu movies often are just kind of like they pow, they pow, 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 yeah pow. they hide the violence a little bit and this does not. It's it's big gaping wounds and <laughs> uh, the raid is quality. I, I can't deny what 
Anthony Bourdain is saying. It's yeah, not better than but Baby Driver. Is, but no, is, are those how tweets is it even related? Co- how, are yeah. those tweets connected? Like, those, is he saying, those aren't, you can't even follow compa- tweet. You, you can't I, even compare the I read two. an article. Uh, he's, Anthony Bourdain is dating Asia Argento, who's the daughter of Dario Argento, this famous Italian filmmaker made. Yeah, she was in Triple X. Suspiria. He, he made all these famous uh, sort of horror movies and stuff. And he's a, he's a fa- weird dude. He's a famous director. People like Dario Argento. And, uh, Suspiria was weird. So I think Anthony Bourdain, his new show is he dips into various directing styles when he goes to each region. What? So if he's in Italy doing you know a, TV, a television special in Italy, he'll try to emulate Italian filmmakers. You'll know, do like Fellini and all the like. I wonder if the fuck getting, baby driver comment is kind of just being like, not not to criticize baby driver, but to say like there's it's, there's it's other so stuff po- that you're so forgetting popcorn-y. about. It's like it's, you're forgetting, yeah. It is so squeaky clean, like shiny. It is like a Pixar. Like, baby Driver, look at this. It's like a Pixar movie, kind of, in a way. That maybe Monsters Inc.'s a great reference uh, to have in that movie. Except it's pretty violent itself. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the raid, I can't deny it. It's fucking quality. I wanted. I went in thinking, "Fuck you, Anthony Bourdain. How dare you say fuck Baby Driver? I'm gonna go in and think the raid is shit, but it isn't." So you didn't have anything to tweet back at Bourdain? No, I, I asked him. I think I did ask him what was wrong with you, his life or something. Well, you should have just replied, yeah, fuck yeah, baby driver. And, his then, wife like an and then just Italian quality MMA. with the raid. Like, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I can't raid. remember. It was good. Because she does MMA. His the, wife. The other Italian th- MMA. No, he's not with her anymore, I don't oh. think. Yeah. Huh. Um, so the other thing I watched completely broke my heart, turned me into a puddle of summer squash. Finding Dory? <laughs> and this is a guy who doesn't like squash. Oh my god, guys. I watch my life as a zucchini. Ooh. Oh yeah, you posted on Facebook after watching this. Like It's oh, good? Oh my god, He's guys. Good? Can you please watch my life as a zucchini? It has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, if, if I had seen this last year, it would have easily been in my top 10. Maybe right around Red Turtle. Um, I'll do a double bill of Red Turtle in my life. My Life as a Zucchini is an hour and six minutes. It's about this little boy uh, named Ikar. It's a Swiss film, I might point out. It's Swiss German, Swiss Italian, uh, Swiss Deutsch, Swiss cheese, Swiss French. Uh, I watched the subtitled version. You got to watch it in French. Ikar, a.k.a. Courgette. In my opinion. A.k.a. Zucchini. The best French. He prefers to be called Zucchini. Everyone makes fun of him because of this. Courgette, he, his mother passes away and he um, gets whisked off to a foster home. And it's basically just about this little boy and his trials and tribulations in a foster home. And he meet, you know, he overcomes a bully. He meets a girl. He, you go on. It is the most heartbreaking, touching little thing you'll ever fucking see. I, I, it, it completely like smacked me in the face. Um. And and the message of the movie is so heartbreaking. I, I almost want to cry right now. How good it is about like acceptance and how you know children in foster homes, you know, being feeling rejected as a you know as a child, and you know what what it means to what if I'm a you know what if I'm gay? What if I'm a punk? What if I'm ugly? What if I'm fat? You know, and it's oh man, the message of this movie. What if you're a zucchini? What if you're a zucchini? It's guys, my life as a zucchini is so good. It's so cute. Oh my god. Please see it. Okay. Is it is it cell animation? Is it's, it 3D? No, I, sh- I should mention is it clay. It, it, it is a claymation film. Very good, sir. Uh yes. 
So that if if you're into that, I think it's my favorite since Fantastic Mr. Fox. I know there's not a lot out there, but uh, it might be even better than that, actually. Doubtful. Have to decide for myself, Please. which means you've, you've put it on my list. What about, seriously. What seriously. About Clay Fighters? Clay Fighters is good. Um, Claymates is also good. The yeah. Secret of Tom Thumb. Guys. Secret Life of Tom Thumb. I'm not fucking around, though. My Life as a Zucchini will nice. completely touch your little heart, turn it into a zucchini. Uh, guys, let's see what Toby Maguire's up to. Or not. No, let's see what... sucks, and, and we could see this one. Can we Tom see what, Holland is can dope. We, can we see what Andrew Garfield is up to? Nope. Yeah, I think we just talked about That was slightly him better. Yeah. Slightly better, but one not One more, God. One more. Can we see what cute little Tom Holland is up to? Oh, yes. he's such a cutie. Otherwise known as Billy Elliot. Yeah. No, that's not him, is it? It is. No, it's, it's his, not. No, no, no. It's his, uh, not, not doppelganger. On Broadway. And, and, yes. There Thank you go. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, let's see who takes who... To the dance. So dope. Okay, okay, okay. I'll level with you. I don't think I can give this a secret. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I can't believe this is happening right now. So that was a clip from Spider-Man Homecoming. Several months after the events of Captain America Civil War, Peter Parker, with the help of his mentor, Tony Stark, tries to balance his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens while fighting crime as a superhero alter ego Spider-Man as a new threat. The Vulture emerges yeah, which they don't mention. No, was actually eight years prior it's to the compli- months after. Where are we? <laughs> what? Yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming is directed by John Watts, and it stars Tom Holland, Michael Keaton, John Favreau, Zendaya, Donald Glover, Marissa Tomei, and Robert Downey Jr., who looks like he's maybe at the end of his Tony Starking. He's mm, kind of not into this. I don't know. I thought this was one of his best Tony Starks. I think? Okay. He's the most Starkiest of all his Starks. Uh, so this movie's directed by John Watts, who last time around brought us Cop Car, which is super awesome. It is very good. And a really great movie about adolescence and about sort of being forced to become, uh, I guess... A, 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 Accountable? Um, well, no. And a man before you may be ready and being thrust into a violent world. It, Cop car is amazing, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen Cop Car, you should watch. Yeah, kids find a cop car, and Kevin Bacon 
is pissed. <laughs> that's that's what, a good yeah, summation. That's what Kevin Bacon does. Uh, and yeah. he plays a cop. Kevin Bacon. Crooked, maybe? What did you guys think of Spider-Man Homecoming? And is this the best Spider-Man movie yes. ever? Yes. Yep. Yes. That's so easy to say yes. Yes. It's better than Spider-Man 2? Yes. Yep. Okay, yes. so that, that was our review of Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> what is going on, guys? This movie was awesome. Best, was it? Was best it? Spider-Man was it, ever. it was awesome? I loved this movie so much. From the very beginning, <clears throat> when the Spider-Man music was playing over the Marvel sequence and I got goosebumps, I remembered the Spider-Man from when I was a kid, <clears throat> the wisecracking high school kid. And then I got him. I got a 15-year-old Peter Parker. I don't. He's not working at a newspaper. He's Fuck thinking that, about yeah. a, exactly a dance at his school. Yes, right. Yeah, like, he was just geeking out so hard at all the sweet gear that Tony Stark is giving him. Like this is. I loved it. I love the character. But this is a different Spider-Man or in a different Peter Parker than we've ever seen. Right. But th- this is but the, it's, the proper Spider-Man. The proper Peter Parker. Every version version we've seen on film to date has been like Peter Parker and Spider-Man on steroids. Like it, it's gone way too hard, way too fast and has missed the mark every single time. They've done a decent version of Spider-Man in some instances. Yeah, but Garfield th- this was one, okay. Yeah, th- this one for me personally is the closest to what the character should be and what we should be seeing him do in his first outing. Yeah, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man bit was perfect. Like yeah. earning your stripes kind of thing. So this has nothing to do with all of the delicious, yummy connections to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I, I, honestly, those were, I, those I, could, were yummy. I, I could kind of care less about I mean, Come it's, on. Part, it's part of the story and it explains his like fun suit and you get some fun stuff out of it. But at the end of the day, it's for me, it's more about them doing the character right than the flashy whiz bang stuff because that 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 allows it makes a base for you to go somewhere and do something i'm excited i'm excited yeah Yeah. okay okay yeah red is a fan i I think he's giving us a 10 or something like that uh it's not uh, it's out of control it's not a 10 it's not a 10 but it's a very high number because this movie was very enjoyable it my expectations were high and it exceeded expectations so I'm pretty pleased. Like I said, I think the... I mean, it's not like... The the direction is not spectacular in any way. There's nothing innovative or noteworthy. I don't know who directed this, and I'm not going to remember who directed John this. John Watts, the director of Cop Car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but like... I'm I'm trying to make a point here. You know, like, watch this movie... And Ron you won't Howard. Be able, and you won't be able to tell who directed it, and you won't care. But that's not what it's about, right? The special effects look great. The practical effects look great. The web slinging looks great. The jokes are funny, but they're not like, I don't know. It's not. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy hilarity. Yeah. it's. I don't know. I would say this is Marvel's first comedy. I think this movie is is actually a comedy. Ant-Man was a comedy for me. Yeah, Ant-Man's a comedy. Yeah, but I honestly think this is one of the most entertaining Marvel movies to date like the jokes are all on point with this one yeah and they just fit so well into the story well i think the the jokes sort of tower over some of the action i think like that's why this movie is a little more enjoyable i think well that's why in the high school scenes right in in the, the the sort of youthful just peter parker being a high school stuff is is 
the reason why this movie has its charm, right? It's the action isn't notable, I don't think. It's not special. I mean, I mean, besides the fact that you're seeing Spider Man, which is always cool. Know, the, the action, I think, is pretty well choreographed. Like <clears throat> seeing what he does with his web so well, and like the web grenades and crap like that. Like it's so cool. It seeing, is. Like, it is. I, I guess I'm used to the other four. This is five Spider. I'm used to the other five Spider Mans, which are these complete. Like simulation CGI, like you know what I mean. Those no, the, the Garfield had a lot of practical swinging. Sure, That's why it looked better. But they they, they they're still these big scale where it's towering over the city right but that's that's one of the things i loved about this spider-man is that in the other movies we've always had him working out of like downtown manhattan now he's in the trying to get across a golf course yeah i I love that that so much because that is such an old joke of like what does spider-man do in the burbs right like how does he nothing he he runs runs. (laughs) i love that and and i love the fact that that he's still at a phase where he's still learning. He doesn't know his own strengths. Yeah, the way they demonstrate that when he's like learning how to swing properly, when he kind of rubs out. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't realize that I'm wanting that joke to happen forever. But but you did. So good. Yeah. I I loved the the golf course scene in particular because it's, I thought of the original cartoon when I was watching that and the, I, that he would swing from nothing. He would swing from nothing yes. over over top of that golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cartoon for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, their their take on this like budding learning Spider Man thing it really really worked well. I, I even in the moment like where he was kind of well, I don't want to do spoilers or anything yet, but where he's learning his strength, his physical strength. That that scene I was kind of iffy about, and I'm like, no, that actually works really well because he doesn't. Where would he have tested yeah, how much young. he can lift? He's 15 years old. Yeah, because in, in comic book like world, the amount of strength that he has is like kind of stupid. Yeah, it's like super bordering on Superman, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, not I, Superman. I, that's, that's crazy. It, he would be more like bordering on... Like he could take on the Hulk and like actually have he could a fight decent him. fight. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. He's really strong. Yeah, like his. I, I googled it before or on the way in because I, I wanted to think about. As you think about a think about well, yeah, a spider, because I want it's all to... based around a spider. Like think about you can flick a spider across the room and it'll get up and run away. Right? But then you also just like can crush it between your fingers. Yeah, well, let's not get particular about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Mike, uh, I think you sound like a big fan here. Oh yeah, uh, the, the jokes were great. I loved it. Um, there, I thought the script actually was put together pretty well, and there was some interesting things that happened uh, that honestly threw me for a loop a little. Like what? Uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about that th- later. Those spoilers are juicy. <laughs> um, Good. Uh, but I, I loved how he's such a gung-ho, needs to prove himself. Like, if you're 15 and you fight with the friggin' Avengers, you're not going to want to go back to high school. Nope. And they capture that so well, how he's just so they bored. They get cocky. Like, yeah. why would I do this? And uh, so there's a nice little arc of him actually finding growing. himself. Yeah, and mm. uh, and he's and like a, he's a modern kid. He's vlogging the whole damn thing. He has to like oh, that hack in, his suit. That intro is so great. Yeah, like him just rebelling against his father figure because he doesn't have one in Tony Stark. And this is, I like Robert Downey Jr. a lot in this film, and this is why I think he was one of the better Tony Starks because we haven't seen this side of Iron Man before. Like he's never really interacted with kids. And just so yes, he just has. the one time, and he was well, not really like, good like with in him. Th- yeah, Iron Man briefly three, in three. Iron Man three is like a kid 
buddy movie. Yeah, kind of. yeah, but that, the, the garage that's, scene. Yeah, that's different because he's he was sort of mentoring. He wasn't really mentoring that kid. He was like, hey, you know, let's do this. I need your help. Blah 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 blah. This was like a straight up. I see potential in you. I want you to be better than I am. Sort of thing. Uh, fully in like a dad role, which yeah. is which is great. Yeah, like my dad did this, and I want to break the cycle. Yeah, so I, I absolutely loved that. Um, I've been I've read an article on I think it was Kotaku, maybe IO9. Anyway, who wrote it? Fuck it. Anyway, they were talking about how Spider Man doesn't go diverse enough, and it like the whole in what sense? Well, it, the article kind of read to me like someone complaining that w- they went with Peter Parker instead of Miles Morales. Uh, and then was but, trying to justify their feelings of bitterness. Because, yes, Spider-Man is still white in this. Yes, Toombs, played by Michael Keaton, who's fantastic, is also white. So I get their point about, oh, no, the main roles are these white guys. But then everybody else. Like, this is yeah. what I was thinking while watching this. This is one of the most diverse Marvel casts I've ever seen. Because they're all over the place. Like his best friend is Filipino. He's interested in like <clears throat> this black girl. And there's no like, other white people except the two yeah, leads. It yeah. seems. Yeah. Um, so I think his stepdad is this this old Southern dude. It's like yeah, the the cast is completely across the board. Yeah. So I think interesting and eclectic. I wonder if they just they t- they took some Fast and the Furious juice. <laughs> Some pimp juice? Well, no, just that that cast is setting the tone for how, you know, box office can really soar when you have a diverse cast. Uh, you check all the boxes. It's crazy. We got, we got one so, woman, one Asian, yeah, yeah. one black. Well, Sucks, right? We so, please everybody. Well, well, like, so I, I, maybe I'm too close to it because I'm a white dude, but <gasps> this, like, the article just seemed like someone was wanting to pick a fight with this movie for the wrong reasons. And the the argument uh, of, of trying to have a Miles Morales Spider-Man doesn't fly. Like, that'll work in a cartoon, but when you're doing... what they're doing right now. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, but when you're doing a big-budget Hollywood MCU film, I, I think... I would love to see Miles Morales. I, I, they I went, agree. They went, the, they went the other way. So. I, I agree, but most people, like, the, the character has been around for so long, and Peter, Peter Parker Yeah, Peter Parker's is established. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, not to say Miles isn't, um, but it's a totally, it's almost like a, it's a different character. I mean, it is a different character, but it's a totally different Spider-Man for a different, almost, I don't want to say different generation. It's just what they've turned him into now, but... It's those Marvel yeah. side things, right? Like, get, yeah. what are they called? Marvel? Spider Gwen. Like, oh, the Spider Verse? De- G- Gwenpool. Yeah. <laughs> Gwenpool, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I just, I kind of wanted to get your takes on that. Like, <clears throat> this article talking about how it wasn't diverse enough simply because, well, not maybe it's not bullshit. simply. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit inflammatory article, and yeah. they're just like stirring it's, the water. It, yeah, it's just like when they had, um, how was, I'm going to say Kate Blanchett, but it's not Tilda Swinton um, as, as the, the ancient one. one. Like, it, it's such a, a bullshit. I just want to be hurt because I want to be hurt and have something to cry about almost like it's a movie. Get over it. Yeah. yeah so anyone I, can play anything. So I, uh, like MJ's black. Come on. Yeah. People freaked out about that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But so, that's Elizabeth. <laughs> that, yeah, no. Yeah. So I just, yeah, like that, that seems so strange to me because I thought this movie was fantastic through and through the action was on point. The jokes were on point. I was, I was never bored, uh, and I was cheering for him the whole way. It was damn. It was how just crazy great, is it? You guys are freaking out on this one. This how long is this movie? 
I don't know, two hours and a bit. It's right? like two and yeah. a half hours. Did anybody feel the length yeah. while they're watching no. it? Yeah. No. Just my own. Uh, Scott, I don't think I like this movie. No, much. I did not. Uh, no, I did. I, I like this movie. I, I, I did. It flew I, for me. I feel yeah. like it, it definitely flew. It it but it oh, it is a sti- great ride. It is still long and unnecessarily long. Like you you can shorten this up and tell the same story. No, I don't but, know if you need to. Um, I I I did really really love Spider Man Homecoming. Sweet. Yeah, I'm 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 but not. I feel like you're definitely aware of some shortcomings. Well, I'd love to hear your opinion. Um. I feel like it's kind of lost in the Marvel timeline. I don't know. I'm disoriented, you know, yeah, because of the, the way eight, it bounces. There's an eight year jump, and now I don't know where I am. Yeah, and- so the movie opens with um, the vulture, Michael Keaton Coombs. Yeah. Uh, he's part of like a salvage crew that's cleaning up after the events yeah, they're, of like, the, Avengers. the Avengers. I think Avengers. It, it, there's a comic series called like the Cleanup Crew or something like that. And it, it also introduces the, uh, what's the name of the organization? The uh, Damage Control? That's what yeah. it is, Damage Control. There's a comic series from the 80s apparently called Damage Control, and they clean up after the Avengers. And I, I, I kind of want to check that out. That sounds kind of cool. Because the whole time people have been complaining about the Avengers and how much destruction they cause and how the battle There's of no New aftermath. York. Yeah, and, and this is kind of we're seeing finally, you know, five yeah. years later, five years after the Battle of New York from so the first Avengers. Coombs's uh, like salvage crew gets put out of business because the government pro- uh, the government contract it's Stark and, Stark yeah. and damage control comes in and like says it's all I love on it. a government con- I, I and love so it. Coombs is all pissed off and becomes well, and the it, vulture. And it makes sense. Like his argument is pretty great. They're how, causing the damage. They're, causing and they're making dam- money off. Yeah, it. exactly. But how? then it jumps to three months after. Well, eight years later, which is three months after Civil War. Ci- Civil War. Okay. Okay. So is that right? I guess I think it's, that's this right. is complicated. Well, it doesn't jump there because well, like it. It starts with this, right? And then it goes to this is just a just, prologue. Yeah. just after Civil War. And then we see that it's been a couple months. Because he, you know, right. he, Peter has all the footage of him just coming back from the whole airport fight yeah. and whatnot. Which was awesome. I loved seeing, like, um, the references. So, yeah, I, I thought Michael Keaton was really good in this. Um, I love the idea of, of sort of reverse engineering all of these weapons from all of the various nonsense that's gone on for just gets a, knocked it, off of alien ships and it, stuff it feels like we're finally seeing a little bit of the consequences of what all the nonsense like i said the bullshit that like, the avengers caused this is yeah. what it does to just a regular person inviting yeah. like interstellar <laughs> villains to and earth weapons makers who just create awesome Power gloves and like the shocker. Can we talk about how awesome the vulture looks? Like <clears throat> I thought he was cool. badass. I, I, I was like, really on the billboard. He looked so good. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, the first trailer, and they revealed, well, sort of how they revealed how he was going to look. I was really kind of taken aback, and it. I was like, that's bullshit. Like it's going to be another like pseudo science mech suit that like. We've stolen tech from Tony Stark, blah, 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 blah. And going a different route and like having him build it out of the Chitari stuff, I thought was brilliant and totally works. Like you don't need to be this super genius. You've already got this latent technology lying around that you can 
fool around with and experiment with. And they show which how done. easy it is, right? Like, yeah. Just I, a I, fan hooked up to one of the rocks yeah. levitates. Yeah, it's it, beautiful. It's complete nonsense, of course. There's, Breaks all just, the laws of physics. But there's but just don't crystals everywhere. You know? Don't like, worry about it. Well, Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, but that's, that's exactly it. Like comic physics. It, yeah. It, it just, you, you have, what, what, there's a term for that. What is that, a MacGuffin? Where no, that's that's, that's a, a device. device. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, the just having the the technology just there, you don't have to explain it. You just give it a quick once over. This is where it's coming from. Boom! You can do whatever you want. And, well, that, and you still thing. make it sort of practical because he's using the arm things to control the wings. It's not like the wings are just doing magical. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like controlling them with robotic arms. Yep. Like, it's he perfect. So it, uh, Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes. Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, he's, he, I, I like the way he sums all this up, right? He says, um, like, the world's changing, boys. It's time we change with it. And the, and that's that. It's sort of just a response to all of the, I guess, Tony Stark has pissed off a lot of people, hasn't he? Well, yeah. He's I made mean, more he enemies. Be, he than, began his career well, as a arms yeah, uh, he, manufacturer. Kind of a shitty dude. That f- they found out they were getting sold to... Criminals and yeah. terrorists, and and, and and like you said, we we jump from this little intro where we get to know Vulture a little bit, and we immediately know everything about his motivations, he's got a family that he needs to take care yeah. of, and we know oh he's got access to this awesome gear. Got it. We're good to go. But then we fast forward, and uh, Peter Parker, he's already in high school, and everything's good. Do we lose anything? I know you guys are going to say no. No, I know you guys are going to say no. No. So give me a more comp- complex answer. Do we lose anything without the origin story? No. Because everyone already knows Spider-Man. Okay. It, it doesn't need to be uh, rehashed. That that doesn't matter when you're telling a story I would argue that I have to watch for two hours and you want me to get some payoff. No Uncle Ben. Like, none. No Uncle Ben. I don't really understand the extent of his powers. Does Peter Parker... So he has web juice. It's not a bio... He designed that. Yeah. That's... We don't have any of that. Like, I... In order to... Just for for the time I'm going to sit in the theater or in front of the screen watching this, you have I have to get somewhat invested. Were you in left that, with questions I? though? Like, did you feel like it was like not enough for you, and you like it you needed to be addressed? Well, I just this is because you're the perfect like you didn't read the comics, right? You're no, the foil. No, 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 no. no. I, I I've seen this enough times to know exactly what happened. Right? He's on a. How did this happen this time? He's not a photographer yet, so he's not at the lab taking photos. They, they talked about it super briefly. No, well, yeah. yeah, the spider's okay. already dead. I was going to say, they mentioned it. They're like, so you got bit by a spider? Yeah. Can that, it, well, can it, what if it bites me? No, it's dead. Done. Okay. See, I, I, <laughs> it leaves room for future exploration. Yeah, you can, it's, you can do flashbacks and, and I, I get another it. movie. It, 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 it doesn't break the movie for me, but we're lucky here that we can break the rules of screenwriting because everyone just automatically knows who well, Spider-Man is. I would be a hypocrite if I said it took away from the movie because I complain so much about seeing Batman's parents shot every fucking year. Yeah. Like... Everybody knows that story. I agree we don't need to see it again, but I think if you're telling a story, then you need to show... Like, so we, we all of a sudden, he is just Spider-Man. He has... How the hell can he climb on the ceiling? He got bit by a spider. We don't... The, we Do we know the spider was radioactive? No. No, no they don't mention that. Okay. This, that, that is insane. The, the, thing, the thing with Spider-Man, though, is that, like, the whole premise of his abilities is retarded to start with. Okay, fine. So... It is, just, it is a silly character. No, it is. I mean, a, a spider bit you, so you just magically stick to a wall. That's not well, how spiders climb You get to become stuff. a spider. It's you, radioactive. That's you, all you need to know. 
I love and how you're, you're a super smart teenager. I love who how can we're li- design we're, web fluid. We're still existing in the shadow of of nuclear war and and all characters comic that's always toxic waste or some nuclear yeah, radiation is the fun like teenage aspect of this the x-men were the adult like civil rights movement peter parker is like i'm in high school i'm worried about mary like mary jane i'm and, not and i'm all, worried about zits yeah and if this person noticed me in the hall today yeah so I, we don't let's not even let's not even bring uncle ben and my parents deaths into it and i do let's leave it out entirely i really do appreciate that because the movie's called spider-man homecoming and this is li- just saved by the bell spider-man yep. right yeah kind of is yeah i love Degrassi. every second of it thank you i love some of the reversals we're talking about here flash thompson is now Tony Revolori from Grand Budapest Hotel. He was so very he, funny. He he's like I think a Guatemalan or something. Now, a like funny. You've just completely f- uh, bully. Fla- flashed the bully character is is now in your decathlete yeah, academic. He's like, he's like a, a he's fellow a, nerd. He's a bookworm he's, just yeah. like Peter Peter is. Like they're twenty one jump streeting this shit a little bit with stereotypes, just putting them in a blender, right, and seeing what comes out. Um, actually, I thought he was amazing. Like actually, he's slapping. Sir, it's um, my father's car, so technically uh, he's amazing in it. But uh, Flash is awesome. He's patting Peter on the ass and a great stuff. Scene, yeah. Um, Penis never, Parker. I've never driven a car before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that scene that when Peter uh, at one point in the movie gets in a car and doesn't know how to drive, I thought that was fantastic in furthering the plot and also developing his character because it's you. Oh yeah, he's fifteen. <laughs> He's never driven ex- outside of a parking lot. Like, I thought that was great. Lucky to have driven at all. Yes. Yeah. I th- I always thought that ruined it for me when I when I found out that he was just a kid. Loved it. It 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 cheapens it. When when you when you're a kid, Spider Man I thought was like forty. When you you know when you're six, right? What? Did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I'm not sure. I had when the same when you're watching reaction. the cartoon, you, you just see Spider Man, and he's already Spider Man. Uh, working in a paper. Like, yeah. yeah, late yeah. teens, yeah. early twenties, though. So like, because when I you're a kid, you don't really understand age. You're yeah, like, you how don't. old's your grandma? She's a she's forty. Like, yeah. no, your grandma's ninety. How old are your parents? Mm, seven. <laughs> yeah, it's that like, weird perception that you have. Like, you don't understand. How uh, fast are you going? So <laughs> many speeds. Yeah, I thought that. They put character first in this movie, and, and the way that stuff is revealed is all through just clever shots and, and camera move. The perfect, um, the perfect way that the Peter comes in through his window up on the ceiling, and we we pan across just the ceiling portion. He comes down and then you know takes off his gear. And then we pan over to his bunk bed, and Ned is there the entire time. <laughs> I, I, th- that actually raises a question. Uh, there are two things that I wanted to mention. One is this, that there is no Spidey sense. And two is that the house that Elizabeth lives in is the same house from Pineapple Express, where <laughs> Seth Rogen <laughs> witnesses a murder. Um, but, yeah, the first thing... Spider-Man has no Spidey sense. Well, doesn't he but it's, know? But it's, Ned's not danger. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's yeah, no it's danger not, there. It's, it's like, Spidey sense is like anything. Like So, but, but, okay, so that goes back to my comment earlier about how this Spider-Man is super untrained and, it, like... It, it does a really good job of infantilizing him and giving him this 
this quality of just being completely like careless out of his league almost like you, yeah, you he's really like a cub you've thrown out into the wild like you really buy that yourself he is like a lower tier superhero than all of the other ones you've seen in the marvel yeah, universe different, like, he's, different he's, pay grade this as, guy's uh, a novice he's, he's gonna still get himself not comfortable with heights yeah yeah he's spider-man I love that <laughs> he's, he does yeah he's got a flying feature or whatever and he's like afraid of like he's clearly in a different league, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a novice. You like you said, he's he's like fresh but out the gate. This he's- is where I I run into another maybe issue with this movie is that this isn't this isn't a Spider Man movie really because it's actually an Iron Man sub film where Robert Downey Jr. has built a strange skin tight version of. The Iron Man suit without any armor on it, or jets. that has no jets. That has. May I point out that the voice of the Spidey suit is Jennifer Connelly, yep. who is Paul Bettany's wife. Paul Bettany playing Jarvis. <laughs> so I just feel like, aka Vision, now. Yes, yes, awesome stuff. Uh, really nice sort of Easter egg, but it also solidifies the fact that, like, this is Tony Stark's. This is Spider-Man a suit. This is not Peter Parker's suit, this it, is and, like it, and an it never will be. Incestuous universe, too. And the fact that these actors, the, the fact that he's, it's basically Spider-Man on on crack a little bit. Spider-Man on billionaire robotic voodoo. But that's well, it's 2017 that's, Spider-Man. That though, comes right? from it that comes from the to comic be. books too. Like there, there is a whole arc where Spider-Man has the like, iron, iron Spider. The, yeah, the Iron Spider suit, <clears throat> but um. So here, here's what I have to say to your point. So he doesn't know about all this shit. It's basically a regular suit that has a couple of cool features until they crack it, and then he is not himself. So he's a slave of, he's, of Tony Stark. Well, he's actually way worse at being Spider-Man when he's trying to use all these Iron Man gadgets, and then when it's, it gets taken away, he's back to himself. So oh, he's, str- very good he's struggling to try and be like his, his hero here, who is Iron Man, but it's not him. If you're nothing without the suit, then yeah. you shouldn't have it. So, yeah, you so, see him be Spider-Man when he's fighting in pajamas. Yeah, so it's totally not him, and he realizes that, and he can be himself. So it's like a reflection of his journey as well. Like, he's living up to, to Tony Stark's ideal. He's got the Stark internship. He really wants to be part of the Avengers. He loves this whole thing. And it's just, it doesn't quite work for him, so he goes back to who he is, switches out of the suit, Obviously not voluntarily, but he switches out of the suit, and then he is Spider-Man. He's himself again. It's a video and game. realizes who he is. You've so, had your, your skills stripped. So I really like that they did that, where it showed how he was basically almost like Iron Man, but it didn't, spoilers. It didn't, it didn't work for him. <laughs> I don't think these are huge spoilers. It didn't work for him. So. <laughs> Still. <laughs> um, did you guys think that, that Tom Hardy was good in this? Um, I thought he had one really good moment. <laughs> So Logan Marshall Green, <laughs> yeah. aka Budget Tom Hardy, he is in this movie. Get like he doesn't have a huge role. Um, He's the shocker. He gets a little screen time. The, the first one. I think that people. <laughs> I think that people probably thought that this was maybe a Venom setup. I, I I like to think some people were on that. Like, oh, that's that's gonna be Venom. Nice. You think he was cast in this movie solely as a misdirect? Uh, I don't think they knew. Yeah, I don't think they knew if Tom Hardy was coming along yet. Um. Well, Venom is also not part of this. No. So no. I get, but, but I want to be. Why, why not? Why not? Symbiote is something. But he is. Can so, he be? So well, the weird thing is, the vent. All of the Spider-Man secondary characters are still going to be owned by Sony, 
but apparently they're going to exist in the same universe. They just can't use interact. Him. This so, is frustrating. Yeah. So this is having watched this movie. Um, it really drills home the point for me that these characters really, really, really need to come home to roost. Marvel needs to like regain control of the shit that they sold off to keep afloat years ago. They're never going to get them back. Like specifically, never ever going to get the they, X-Men back. They might get Fantastic Four. But, but the, yes, exactly. I was just going to say, if they can get the Fantastic Four who knows? No. On 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 attempt number four, no. we might actually get negative a good Fantastic Four they would, film. No, they wouldn't. Negative. They wouldn't start with. They'd, they'd show up in like Infinity War. Oh no! Five. I, but that's that's what I mean. Like, but if if they could do that, yeah. they could wrap them into the universe again, and you might actually get a good film at a later date. But these things are. In, it's a quag- it's happen. totally a quagmire so, that Marvel, like yeah. all these franchises, are owned by different. But studios. I think one yeah. hand washes the other. I think if if this is pure, like this is an example of just, you know, if we cross, we we just want good movies. We want to see our characters have fun together and get in the same pool and you know play some water polo or something. Take their tops off. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, I think we want these characters to go to the same dance party, and and we don't care. Like audiences don't care about any of this. You know the studio shit, studio yeah, behind shit. the shit, yeah, yeah. And, and but unfortunately, if, if they can get over this, it, it's it's just figure out how to divide the money up because these movies are going to make bank. Like it's yeah. it's they're gonna they're gonna it, estimate how much it's going to make and just figure out the percentages of what studio gets what. Yeah, and when Marvel is doing it, it it seems like they I mean they have a formula and it fucking works. How does this you know screw each other over? Anyway, this is off topic. <laughs> no. Because the the real topic at hand is why the hell Donald Glover's in this movie. That's sort of a fuck you because everyone wanted Miles him to be Miles Morales. Sure, sure. So it's like, hey, there's no hope in hell. A, because he's 33, so he's too old to play Miles Morales. Yeah, because Miles is like 16. And the, or the character that he's playing in this movie is, is actually uh, himself when he found out that he wasn't auditioning for miles morales so he's walking out disheveled and he like just it. like fuck oh this. man yeah oh, oh i need, just need a little gun um, oh man i don't want these in my neighborhood yeah my nephew I, I, I think here. Th- th- this movie did a good job of subtly just little dropping stuff in that they can use for threads for later movies the without wor- without feeling like it was th- i think that the the avengers setups are clunky a little bit, but the the, the, yeah. the setups for other Spider-Man Homecoming sequels They've are, are better at this. Are, are good. The Staten Island ferry scene, I didn't really dig. Mm. No. What about the um, bodega? That was cool. The and Staten, very funny. The that Staten, was really cool. I, the, the, the ferry scene was just completely cartoonish. And it was because it was right down the middle. It's just insane. Um, but the spoilers must begin because the best part of the movie, I would argue, is a character-driven spoiler oh, that yeah. is a bomb that drops on the audience. So yes. I don't know about your viewings, like, but my the audience that I was with couldn't get over it for like four or five minutes yeah like, everyone like, was chattering every, yeah for sure like yeah, they yeah kept pockets going. of the studio people just being like like i th- i'm sure there was one guy in my studio that theater that was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> the spoiler we have here is peter goes over to liz's house to pick her up for 
the prom coming. Yeah, he's homecoming. Going, we're going to homecoming, and this is going to be the best night ever. Uh, and I can't wait to meet you. He shined she, his she, converse. She is a mixed race girl, right? She is. She's half white, half black, biracial. She's a biracial girl. Who answers the door? It is Vulture himself, Michael Keaton. And the, I, I think the first thought on on most audiences' brains here is. Did he kill yeah, her he, family? He did and did something he, horrible. Is this is he predicted that he would be here, and and this is just some, you know, preemptive strike? No, that's actually her dad. Holy shit! So I I am so. What impressed. does this mean? So I'm so, so impressed so by this because I didn't actually like they dropped enough hints, but I didn't see it coming, and it's because it's a mixed race family, right? So there's just that in, ingrained image in our minds of. Who family is these days? So you, you wouldn't expect that she would be his daughter. When, it's it's when, amazing. When he no pulled guess. up, I just thought she was black. So well, yeah. And, and no when idea. he pulled up the car, like that. So like two seconds before it happened, I'm like oh no, oh wait, oh shit, you is know what's be? happening. Oh, because who else could it be, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And 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 the sequence that you know reminded me of Twenty Two Jump Street a little bit with Ice Cube. <laughs> and his daughter and yeah. stuff. Oh, it's yeah. the same kind oh, of... Oh, snap! Right? It's this big reveal of, oh, whose daughter? Oh, it's my daughter. Um, but I thought that the entire car sequence going to the... That was so the good. Dance All is, the little details. Well, is I think as he's putting it together slowly, right? As Keaton is just... it's just This is just three people in a car. Mm-hmm. This is the most riveting scene in the movie, I would argue. And watching Keaton slowly piece it together and the use of close-ups of his wrinkly ass face <laughs> i could see this guy playing joker of all people now which would be all along awesome. I, I could have seen because he's just he's got a wacky i mean this is the guy who played beetlejuice for yeah, christ exactly sake. you want to see what joker should look like and i want to see what beetlejuice. happens when batman goes to the dark side i almost wanted keaton to be i mean i'm glad he's not dead it's really great because i guess he's back hopefully i want to see this guy off the leash because michael keaton can go full michael keaton right you want to get nuts let's get nuts <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that, that car we're gonna have we're gonna have the dad so talk tense. we're gonna have so the dad tense. talk i i love every that feels like a coen brothers scene almost where the tension or the tarantino scene it felt very much like uh something out of inglorious bastards almost where you know christoph waltz is snuffing you know like out his enemy slowly and and figuring it out and uh, just being a clever fox and shit, clever vulture in this case. Well, and this this scene is done so well because Peter obviously knows exactly who he is right away, and he's so uncomfortable. But it's easily mistaken for meeting the girl you're taking to the dance's dad yeah. Yeah, for right? the first time, as he realizes Peter Parker is Spider Man. I, I'm gonna. His, when is his plan executed? He's already gonna rob the Avengers, right? That night, like, yeah. He's already going to do it. Yeah. So. Um, I dig that. Why not? This is weird in the timeline, though. This is when they're moving from Stark Tower to Upstate. So that's in no. This Ant-Man? is Man or no? The no. end of Ultron. No, I, I don't remember. No, this is new. So this is all yeah, this happening. Is all... Okay, I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, the facility I think was the facility was... has been there, but they're moving. Yeah, because it was from the it tower. was in Ant Man, right? Well, it's that's so just happened. I figured it's just they'd after already Civil War, I, I so it's figured, now. But I figured they moved all that shit when that facility was built. I guess. Well, um, I guess there was still some stuff left behind, like Thor's magic belt. Yeah, like what? I mean, all this stuff. <laughs> I, I like the. This reminded me of Lego Batman a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. 
the ending I was not a fan of this jet sequence. I, I thought this invisible jet with a weird screen on it. I, I, I was not. There's a lot to take in visually. I just was not digging any of that. You I, need Michael Bay to do something like that well, and I don't think he was around. Just didn't work no, for me. Guys. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't bother me. I mean, when you've already got like flying helicarriers, it's fine. I just felt like, and the helicarriers had the same thing in the bottom, didn't I, they? I wanted to yeah, end. They, they I, I wanted to end this maybe on something a little more. Oh, okay. So you're gone. A, a little more. Like we should have ended this at the prom or something. I don't know. Maybe not. It just feels like very generic Marvel ending. We're up in the sky. There's fucking blue lasers flying around. There's explosions. Like it's. It's the same stuff we've seen. Um, it, it, not to ruin it, like it's it's a fine sequence. But high altitude vacuum. What seal. I really liked about the scene that's, is that's kind of cool. The the tech where you can oh, yeah. open up little portals and shit. Kind of cheating. Kind of Deus Ex Machina. Kind of just well, they had portal two. They had that's the, the fade, they had it the whole those movie phase thing. stone things. Um, what I really liked about the scene is it was him doing what he thought was right, completely out of his element. He's thousands of feet in the sky yeah. fighting a dude who has a jetpack and wings like who's got the advantage here not spider-man and he can make a cool so little shell yeah it's true yeah. um and then that's we, the high altitude vacuum seal it's pretty awesome and his buddy wants oh, you gotta do this it's gonna be awesome <laughs> i have such a good idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's it gonna be so too much avengers set up in the last 10 minutes but we gotta do it i guess avengers affinity war is gonna be Big. I like that they showed their version of the Iron Spider suit, though. Didn't didn't it look that's, like the Wasp suit from Ant Man? No, I think that's going to be First Miles thought. Morales's suit. First thought was it looked like. Ant no, that's what he's going to wear in Infinity War. Yeah, I don't think, I think so. so too. I think they're going to give that suit to Miles. I don't even Morales. know if like I didn't mind like, the Avengers Spider Man. I didn't what? mind the Avengers stuff because it was set up, but at the same time it. Scott it thinks wasn't, wasn't, it we wasn't need to back up. Really, we need to back up. Scott thinks we're going to have two Spider Men in. In Infinity no, Wars, no, no. Uh, do you guys think that this? Do you M- think Peter Parker's going to die? No. There's a reveal at the end of this movie that I think ends with a kind of a clunky thud. What was that? That we've been building throughout the movie. So Zendaya plays this girl Michelle the whole film, and she's kind of given the finger literally to Peter in a few scenes. She's given him the gears. She's cute. They have a weird relationship. She's just kind of grilling his ass all the time. She has no friends. And at the end, we get she's this re- we get this reveal that she's actually... My friends call me MJ, and I'm supposed to go K. Mm. It didn't bother me. I, I kind of dug the way that they kind of just hid her in the background, if you will. She it's was just fine. this girl that yeah, like no. really dug Peter. Uh, and then Aunt May drops an F-bomb at the end. Uh, we dig that. That was big time. The best way to end that movie. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, sting, st- what, what are these the stingers on this? Are you I guys have a question. In, do these? we know what Donald Glover was credited as in this movie? Because I'm just thinking that if you think that it could be Miles Morales in the Infinity Wars, that guy could have been Miles yeah. Morales. No, yeah. he's got he's, a different his he's, nephew. He's got a different name. He's named something else in the movie. He has a nephew. Aaron Davis is he the name of the character. He mentions a nephew. So do you think his nephew is Miles Morales? Yeah. No. Actually, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and the kid grew up in a neighborhood where his suit, uncle that, got shot or something yeah. weak happened. Yeah. That gold and silver, like, darker looking suit. Isn't that the one that Miles Morales wears? No, he just no. wears black. He's just, yeah, his is black. Hmm. Um, which is a little on the nose. Yeah, that, as usual. It's a little Power Rangers-y. So um, Vulture is in... This first thing we get is Vulture in jail just saying, I'm going to kick Spider-Man's ass. Great. Cool. Glad you're back. Michael Keaton, you rock. 
you know that dude who he meets who he's like i think yep. you know who he know who he is that do you know is... that that guy is canadian he's yep. from breaking bad yeah, yeah, and yeah he's in a bunch of he's in better call saul as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. uh he's actually from uh quebec nice yeah yeah and he he was like an athlete and he had a serious injury and he's kind of beat up right um was like going through i guess like really was like depressed and then someone said you know you you should express yourself through drama and he joined an acting class wow. and now he's like oh. just killing it yeah nice, nice. does anyone know who he is like is he supposed to be a specific character set up he seems to have some significance i didn't recognize his he, name he, or anything he was the shocker right no no he was already in prison right when they got that's when he two got in the pink one in the st- yeah i was gonna say <laughs> so the, the second stinger we get here is steve rogers and he's just basically <laughs> fantastic he's just I really basically like saying uh, Why you know, did you stay here? <laughs> yeah, like I think it's a little bit of why you know you gotta exercise patience, and sometimes you're rewarded, and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you wonder why did I wait here, and so th- it's it a funny it. little meta thing. Also, I get a sense that this is. Are they backing away from stingers? I think maybe as they wrap up or the, the like I feel predictions. Like, I feel like Chris Evans is done with playing Captain America a little bit, and he's just filmed all these little pieces. Well, he. I'm sure he's not going to make it through Infinity War. He just feels... I, I don't think so either. I think that's kind of... This is a little bit of a hint. Like, I'm out. Like, just... I'm not sure... I'm not sure Iron Man will either. Like... No one will. Um, except for Tom Holland. Um, guys, Doctor I need Strange. To, I need to get your scores here. But uh, before we do, I want to ask you... Record your scores in our uh, system. Uh, we, we're putting them in the log for posterity. <laughs> I want to ask Say you guys... Prosterity? Pro, prost, in your prostate. Prostate. <laughs> prostate we're putting uh, them list. in our prostate for... What is... <laughs> what, importantly, guys, what is the most enjoyable comic book movie of 2017 so far for you. It would it would it be Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy, Wonder Woman or Spider-Man? Um for Pure. me I think that it's going to be Spider-Man so far. I think it was funnier than Interesting. More sorry, not funnier, more fun than Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Um, I've been in, it's it's got uh, Wonder- bias attached, right? Like I've I've been a Spider Man fan since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um. So after the disappointment of, as we mentioned, five bad Spider Man movies, the second movie's great. No, it's not great. That's okay. Not, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not terrible. I I think I think Spider Man's probably the best comic book movie of the year. As well, yeah. You got you. Would you guys agree, or is Wonder Woman or Logan Wonder Woman's better? Great. Also, you guys flipped out they're, over they're, Logan. They, they're all good. It's in a their decent own... year. It's a decent year so far. It's yeah. really... they are, but but they're all they're all good in their own ways. But they're all a, like a totally they're all different a... in their own regard. Like Logan is is dope because it's like this cool, violent, violent rar. And like <laughs> they're really changing up the vibes of each one of these now. Yeah, yeah. and Woman Wonder Woman was like it's its own thing because it's like you know Grecian mythology. It's also and, the first good DC. Yes, since like and, the and Christopher Nolan Batman. Maybe we're getting Girl spoiled, power. guys. Are we getting spoiled this year a little bit? A little I think bit. So. You a guys are bit. loving this. I I I wasn't blown away by this movie, but I felt myself really enjoying all of it some fist pumps i'm not i'm not going over a seven and a half though on this and i know you guys are gonna think that's kind of rough but i i don't i don't think i i I don't think this is an eight i like this movie as much as i think you liked baby driver (laughs) you're giving this a nine i want to 
but I recognize my own bias, so it's going to get an eight and a half. I'm he, glad, he just I, brought you down by five. No, I, I because I, I mean, like if I look back at Wonder I, I, Woman, like I love Wonder movie Woman, can't be a nine out of ten, right? It, 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 it's a it's a high school. It's Ferris Bueller swings from the Empire State Building, and it's super fun. Yeah. It's, it's a breezy. It's this not is not an a, Academy Award winning movie, but this it's is great. like you know how Moonrise Kingdom is Wes Anderson's kind of matinee movie. Just stick it on. It's it's a little bit of a lesser thing. It's like oh, this little breezy thing you stick on, and it's not like a hefty big. It, it's not a full meal. I don't know. Like I still feel like this is a, a Iron Man spinoff a little bit. Maybe the next one can be more of its own thing. Hmm. I, I don't felt know. like it has a strong identity, but. No, it does. All of all of the high school stuff does. And I guess we kind of spiraled into an invisible jet in the fucking sky. And <laughs> I don't know. How did that? This uh, yeah. escalated quickly. M- Michael. I can't decide right you're, now. You're staring off into space um, here. Well, because I'm trying to figure out, sure, it's not an award winner, but why? Because the direction and the cinematography. And the and- subject matter. like it's, it, it feels a little bit more of a lighter... You know what I mean? Like it's 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 not even trying to be anything more than this this fun. It, like I said off the top, I think this is a comedy. I do. I, I think the jokes are the the more the stronger side of of the film. So yeah, I'm with you on that. But comedies are uh, like doing a comedy right is hard, and they always get shit on in award season. And I think doing a good comedy is way harder than any sort of dramatic movie you'll yeah. ever make. Yeah. So I, I what I, what, do you, what do you got? I, I want to um, know here. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. Wow. Oh, yeah! Damn, I really enjoyed this movie. Like it was what it was. Sure, it's not. It didn't break any molds, really. But it was just a solid, yeah, fun time at the theater. Mike Green. Um, you know what? Uh, I I gave this one an eight. Um, it, it had a lot of good stuff. It just didn't go quite uh, as far as I wanted it to. Maybe. Um, and I don't even know how to quantify that. To be perfectly honest. Um, this one's rewatchable as hell, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they did everything right with this um, version of Superman, of Superman, of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, this was uh, the first time that the characters actually felt his age on yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like put off. I didn't. Like, I hated Tobey Maguire and all of those idiots. I hate Kirsten Dunst. I, I don't really like Emma Stone and... Or Andrew Garfield is way too hot to be Peter Parker. Like, he's just a complete dreamboat. <laughs> Why would Peter Parker like? He's just like look at his hair. Look at how beautiful his hair is, man. Have you ever stared into his eyes? <laughs> Not since last night um, in the moonlight. Yeah, when I watched Axel Ridge. I, 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 I think that this is the first time where I actually found all the characters likable. You never really found a lot of likable characters in the previous Spider-Man movies. Mm. They, like James Franco's really shitty in them. Like it's just brutal. Um, guys, that is our review. That's it. It's good. We liked it. Everyone it's in, loved it's in it. The can. Everyone love it. loves Spider-Man: Homecoming. Next week, though, it's big because big? it's War of the Planet of the Apes. Bum, 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 bum. I am jacked up, large. It's going to be so good. Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty so, human. We we can just agree. And you said it earlier that the this summer is so much better. Yeah, we're we're doing okay yeah. so far. It's like, like a an, a rebound after last summer. The, we're. Yeah, last summer was week after week of like sixes of disappointments. Like, yeah, we're kind of doing okay. Yeah, and yet they've greenlighted the accountant too. 
Uh, that's that's okay. Maybe don't worry they about know it. Something don't worry we about don't. it. War of the planet. War for the planet of the apes is coming out next week. Uh, I think if this all goes according to plan, we may have the third best trilogy in all of cinema underneath the Star Wars in Indiana oh, Jones okay. chron- chronologies. Um, guys, where can I find you on the internet? What's going on? Well, you could look on Twitter and you'd find me at. Jared underscore Sergeant. Mm, mm. I'm at Michael R. Lind on Twitter. And right. uh, yeah, I get my weekly tweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a lot. It's worth a lot. Yep. Uh, Mike, you're still ghost of Jim Finch, but nothing happens over there. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the there, there was a thing. Mike Green. Yeah. yeah. There was. Yeah, there was this thing called Twitter that I looked at once or twice, and then I just put it, it away, never went back. Okay. Yeah. You can follow me, Scott Wilson, BC. You can follow the show at Vertical Viewing. Yes, please do. At Vertical Viewing Podcast on Instagram. Verticalviewing.com. Click on the PayPal button. It's a little donate button. It's yellow. It's little, yellow, different. It's like the remember? first color that Guys, your eye sees. Remember? Little, yellow, different. No? Wayne's, yeah. Wayne's World. Different than what? That little <laughs> ad they do. Yep. Uh, you can click the donate button. Help us offset the cost of seeing movies putting on the show. Uh, keeping it real. Putting internet pie in your ear every week. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing hydrogen helium lithium level donations available One, two, or three yeah. show us some love and then send like in some crazy do. review requests well we like have dune ba- on deck battlefield earth thank you to martin for suggesting <laughs> dune that should be coming out in a couple of weeks uh thank you to chris thank you to nick thank you to joseph and thank you to you if you want to become a patron of the arts, as we say. Because we are artists. The Vertical Viewing Arts. Patreon.com slash Vertical Viewing. Please help us out. It uh, it really does help us do cool things uh, like cartoons and all sorts of crazy shit. Let's us keep the fan on so we're colder yeah, in here, yeah. which is not what we're doing right now. So anything's appreciated. Bears. Are, are there any final thoughts from you guys? I was wondering, and at, this is not a joke, but this is like was addressed in the movie like what does spider-man do if he has to travel in the vertical direction and there's no tall building it's always just traveling in the direction of vertical in 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 the comic books he has the spider buggy 